Hello friends, welcome to the Bookshelf Stories where we share stories and scripture to stir little hearts. I'm so glad that you've joined us for today's amazing story. And if it's your first time with us, welcome to the Bookshelf Stories family. We're so glad that you're here. It may be helpful for you since you're just joining us to start with episode number one that tells you all about the secret passage that gets you to Bethel. But for the rest of us who are caught up with the story, let's go ahead and join Selah, Hudson, and Levi on another adventure. Well, the three kids spent the whole day talking to each other about what they could do to help save Bethel from losing all of its light. Maybe you forgot, but the last time they were there, they found out that the gray frog reached out and touched the amazing mirror. And the light from Bethel started to go away and everything got dimmer and not as pretty and beautiful. Well, their mom and dad already shared with them that after dinner time, they would all go together through the secret passage to Bethel. So they ate as fast as they could and they ran upstairs. They grabbed the golden book and they pulled it off the bookshelf that allowed the incredible bookshelf to start moving and shaking and it slid off to the side and revealed the secret passage. And off in the distance, they could see a light, but it wasn't as bright as it usually was. In fact, it was even less colorful than before. And so as they got closer and closer, they finally got to Bethel through the secret passage. And just as they arrived, Fred the Orange Fox happened to be meeting up with his friend, Margaret the Cat. They hadn't met Margaret before, so they were excited to meet someone new who's also from Bethel. And Margaret and Fred, they were there talking. And just so you know about Margaret, um, Margaret was the kind of person who could just talk your ear off. I mean, she had all these stories and her and Fred were friends that go way back. If it was different circumstances, they would talk a whole lot about a bunch of different things. But because this time they were on a mission, they really didn't have any time for pleasantries or small talk. So they got right to business. Fred said, Margaret, this is Hudson, Levi, Selah, and their mommy and daddy. Margaret the cat looked up and down at the family and said, Hmm, I've never seen anyone that looks quite like you all here, but it sure is a pleasure to meet you. Well, we're glad to meet you too, the three kids said together. Fred looked at all of them and said, Okay, we've come up with a plan. The lamb has a cousin. He's a camel. His name's Jay. Jay is the wisest person I've ever met, Fred said. If there's anyone who knows where to find the lamb to restore the light of Bethel, it's gotta be Jay. Well, that sounds easy enough, Levi said. Margaret looked at Levi with a suspicious face and said, not so easy, Levi. Jay the camel lives a long ways journey away from here and there's only one way to get to him. You actually have to travel down the ice cream river by boat and you have to take it to where the river meets the sea. And so that sounded kind of exciting. I don't know if you've ever been down a river before. Have you ever been down an ice cream river? Uh, I haven't. But the kids were all so excited to get in the boat and they got there and just before they got on board, they couldn't help themselves. They dipped their finger into the mint chocolate chip ice cream and took a taste. And you know what? It tasted not as good as it tasted before. Selah said, I remember this tasting so much sweeter and more delicious. <gasps> I bet not only is Bethel losing its light, but even the sweetness of the ice cream river is starting to go away and disappear. This just made them all the more urgent at their important mission. 
they knew they had to get to Jay the wise camel fast. And so they sailed down the river across different bends. It was a really challenging journey and it was kind of scary at points because the river got really fast with lots of rapids. They even had to go down a waterfall or I should say an ice cream fall. But they finally got to the place where they could see in the distance the place where the river meets the sea. And so they all looked around and Fred the orange fox took out his binoculars and uh, Margaret the cat, she also had some binoculars too. And they were looking in the distance to try and find this camel. And then Levi spoke up and said, I see something. And they all turned their attention and there off in the distance stood a huge camel with his face in the ground. He was eating something it looked like. And so they got closer and closer. They got out of the boat and they went over to the camel and it looked like he was eating a bunch of bugs. Ugh. Sela looked at this sight and said, I've never seen a camel before that eats bugs. This is weird. Hudson looked at Sela and said, Hey Sela, have you ever seen any camel before, let alone a camel that eat bugs? Well, I guess you're right, Sela said. Well, then Jay, the wise camel, interrupted them as they were looking at his dinner and Jay said, Hello there, the name's Jay. Fred looked up at his old friend Jay and said, Hey kids, let me do the talking. Jay and I go way back. Uh, Jay, I think you know why we're here, Fred said. You're the wisest person we know. You have to know what's going on. Jay looked at his friend Fred and he looked at Margaret the cat. And he looked at all the family and he said, Oh, I know what's going on. Someone touched the mirror, didn't they? Yep. That's exactly what happened, Fred responded. And now Bethel started losing its light, didn't it? Yep, Margaret said. You've got to do something, Jay. Levi interrupted and said, Okay, but Mr. Camel, sir, um, they keep saying you're the wisest person they've ever met. Well, why can't you just do something to save Bethel if you already know what's going on and you're so smart? Jay looked at Levi and said, Well, I would if I had the power to do that, Levi. But there's only one person who has the kind of power to reverse the darkness and restore the light to Bethel. The lamb? Selah asked. Huh, you're a wise young girl, Selah, Jay said. Yes, the lamb. He's the only one who can do this. Hudson looked back at Jay and said, so you'll help us to find the lamb then? So he can help make everything right? Jay said, here's the thing. You need to know this one important truth about the lamb, Hudson. You don't have to go searching to find the lamb. No, 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 no. You don't go searching for the lamb. He's so good and so powerful that the lamb is the one who comes searching for you. All we have to do is wait. Wait? Yep, Jay said, wait. And so the family, Fred the fox and Margaret the cat and Jay the wise camel waited. And they waited. A long time they waited. They took a nap. That's how long they waited. And then they woke up from their nap and all young, getting hungry and they ate a meal and then they still waited. And they were waiting and they were starting to feel hopeless. Like, is the lamb ever going to come? And then all of a sudden, off in the distance, as the sun was starting to set, they could see a boat sailing towards them on the sea. You know, they were there on the edge where the river meets the sea. And they could see in the distance, in the sea, someone getting closer 
and closer and closer, but they couldn't quite see who was in the boat. As the boat got closer, Jay broke the silence because he spoke and saw who it was that was on the boat. Do you, do you know who it was? Can you guess? Who do you think was on the boat on their way? It was the lamb. The lamb was on the boat. The lamb was coming. He's here, Jay said. And there's so much more that's going to happen next, but you'll have to find out next time. Oh, the lamb is finally here. This is so exciting. Uh, but if you will, I want you to think about what happened in our story today. They went to the wise camel, Jay, and Jay was this really smart, amazing guy. He was even cousins with the lamb. And they even asked Jay, hey, can't you do something if you're so wise to save Bethel and restore its light? But Jay couldn't do anything. Only the lamb could do something. You know, the last time we talked about Adam and Eve and their choice to disobey God's command. God told them that they could enjoy all of the fruit from the trees of the garden except for the one tree. And that one tree is the tree that Eve and Adam both took from. And that's where sin came from. Anytime we choose to disobey God. And there's a consequence to our sin. When we make bad choices that go against what God wants for us, there are consequences. And that brings us to our Bible verse for today. Listen to this, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to read that one more time. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, the first part of that verse is telling us that there is a consequence to our sin, that there's a punishment that we deserve when we sin. Just like there was a consequence to what happened when the gray frog touched the amazing mirror, it broke and Bethel started to lose its light. Well, because of sin, we also deserve a consequence. And this consequence is far worse than that. It's a consequence of being separated from God forever. It's death. But that's only half of the story and half of the verse. Because Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate hero. He is God himself come to rescue us. God loves you so much that he sent Jesus to take that punishment, that consequence that you deserve because of your sin. Jesus paid it for you. He died on the cross so that you can be forgiven and be brought into God's great big family. And so the free gift of Jesus is life forever with God. So here's the big idea I want you to think of for today. Sin separates, but Jesus saves. In fact, I want you to repeat that back to me, okay? I'm gonna say it again, and then I want you to repeat it. Here we go, ready? Sin separates, but Jesus saves. I want you to go do this today. Look for something around your home that was given to you as a gift. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So I want you to go to your home and look for something that was given to you. Maybe it was something you got for Christmas or for your birthday or someone recently gave you something. Maybe you remember what it was like when you first received it. Maybe it was something you really wanted and you were so excited you jumped up and down in excitement. Well, here's the thing you need to know about Jesus. He's the ultimate gift. And when God helps you realize what Jesus did for you, 
when the Holy Spirit helps you to see the amazing gift that Jesus is, you'll feel even happier than you were when you received that amazing gift. He's the greatest gift ever. So go to your house and find something that you once got that made you so excited. And then I want you to think about Jesus. I want you to think about the free gift that he gives you, life forever with God. So remember, sin separates, but Jesus saves. Well, that's all for today, friends. You'll have to join us next time on the Bookshelf Stories. Could it be that they're finally going to meet the lamb? In the next story, do you think they're going to finally see what he's like? Well, you're going to have to find out next time. And parents, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. We love your feedback and your reviews help us get the word out. Also, if there's a family you know with little ones like yours, we'd love for you to share this podcast with them as well. If you want to hear more of this devotional content for kids, click the subscribe button so that you don't miss a new episode. That's all for now. We'll see you next time on The Bookshelf Stories. Sin separates, but Jesus saves. Very good.